time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Monday, August 29th. Paul, the month of August is almost to a close. Can you believe that? I know. Crazy, crazy fast passing of this year. Yes, but uh, September is usually good for precious metals and the juniors, so fingers crossed. However, after Friday, I think we have a wall of challenges to get over. Mm. We certainly need some positive news, and uh, there's not much of that coming through at the moment. Uh, gold finished last week where it started at 1750 per ounce December gold basis after trading up to 1772 midweek. But gold was slammed hard along with the stock market after Jay Powell delivered a much more hawkish speech than had been anticipated at the annual Jackson Hole Central Banker meeting in Wyoming, but the yellow metal managed to hold support at 1750. Similarly, silver was pounded down Friday from $19.25 per ounce back under $19 to $18.70 before settling at $18.76, which is support level for now. The Mining Stock Journal is quick to point out that the price smash in the metals prices occurred while the COMEX paper market was the only active market trading precious metals by 10 a.m. New York time on Friday, which made it easy for the price management team to hammer down the prices using paper derivatives. The newsletter also noted that over the course of the summer, there's been a significant amount of gold and silver bars removed from the registered account in the COMEX Metals vaults. This represents gold and silver, which has been removed from the stock of bars that have been made available for delivery. In addition, last week, the banks and commercial hedges reduced their gross short exposure to paper gold and silver, as well as increased their net long position. The Mining Stock Journal said this could be in preparation for a move higher in the metals. The mining stocks were hammered Friday, with the GDX down 4.7%. It closed just above the low it hit on July the 25th. The Mining Stock Journal has no comment on the mining stocks other than to say that they are historically cheap relative to all other financial assets. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Integra Resources. Integra Resources is advancing the past-producing Delamar project in southwestern Idaho. The company has continued to demonstrate resource growth and conversion through greenfield and brownfield exploration to further de-risk and advance the project towards permitting. Integra Resources trades on the TSXV under ITR and the NYSE American under ITRG. And here's what you need to know this morning. Graphite One announced the results of a pre-feasibility study for its Graphite One project in Graphite Creek, Alaska, detailing production of about 75,000 tons per year of products of which about just under 50,000 tons per year would be anode materials, 7,400 tons per year purified graphite products, and 18,000 tons per year of unpurified graphite products with a 23-year mine life. The project would yield an after-tax net present value of $1.4 billion U.S. and an internal rate of return of 22%, following a $1.2 billion initial capital cost before accounting for tax credits by the recently enacted U.S. Inflation Reduction Act. 
The company has a parallel strategy to simultaneously develop a commercial-scale battery anode materials manufacturing facility in Washington State and the Graphite Creek Mine in Alaska. The Graphite Creek deposit hosts a measured and indicated resource of 32.5 million tons, grading 5.25% graphite, a 197% increase from the 2019 estimate. Graphite One also increased its $15.5 million Canadian non-broker private placement at $1.15 per unit to $21.3 million. The company trades on the TSXV under GPH and on the OTCQX under GPHOF. An early candidate for the Drill Intercept of the Week as Collective Mining announced assay results from two additional holes completed at the Apollo Copper Gold Silver Porphyry related breccia target at its Squire Barlis project in Caldas, Colombia. The company intersected a broad high grade zone of breccia mineralization with multiple overprinting carbonate based metal veins with a highlight of 180.6 metres grading 2.43 grams per tonne gold equivalent in hole 3, while hole 5 returned 268 metres, grading 1.5 grams per tonne gold equivalent. Collective has three rigs drilling at Apollo, with four additional completed holes awaiting assay results. Five holes have now been reported at Apollo and resulted in expansion of this main breccia and overprinting vein system, with dimensions of up to 300 metres along strike by 100 metres across and 400 metres vertical. Collective mining trades on the TSXV under CNL and on the OTCQX under CNLMF. Royal Fox Gold reported assay results for 18 holes at the Fennec Fox and Fault Zones from drilling at the Philibert Gold Deposit near Chibugamu in Quebec. Whew, got through it. Highlights included 21.5 meters, grading 4.29 grams per ton gold in hole 377, including 7 meters, grading 9.62 grams per ton. The company said results from the fault zone demonstrate the potential for continued mineralization within the 300-meter gap between the northwestern and southeastern domains of the Philibert trend. Drilling tested mineralization over a 480-meter strike length and up to 250 meters vertical depth. Results from 59 holes are pending. Royal Fox Gold trades on the TSXV under FOXG. And now it's my turn with the tongue twister. <laughs> Lion One Metals says it has made a new high-grade gold discovery located in the Navilawa Caldera, two kilometers northeast of the company's Tuvatu Alkaline Gold project in Fiji. The discovery is the Batiri Creek vein. The new structure is characterized by an intense zone of veining on a lithological contact between monzonite and andesite, with two significant north-south and northeast-southwest oriented structural intersections. Surface channel sampling at the vein returned 4 meters, grading 13.27 grams per ton gold. Line 1 is planning a regional drill program for the Batiri vein target, and the company now has eight rigs with the pending delivery of the latest two rigs expected around mid-September. Line 1 trades on the TSXV under LIO and on the OTCQX under LOMLF. Hemlo Explorers executed an agreement with Barrett Gold, whereby the Gold Major can earn an 80% interest in its PIC project in Ontario. To do so, Barrick has to deliver a pre-feasibility study within six years with at least $800,000 in guaranteed expenditure in the first 12 months and $1 million a year thereafter. 
Subject to a successful earn-in by Barrick, the two companies will establish a joint venture, following which, if either party's interest falls decline below a 10% threshold, then the party's interest shall convert to a 1% NSR royalty. Interestingly, the Idaho project at PIC is not a gold project, but a palladium copper project, similar to the Generation Mining's Marathon project, which is three kilometers away. Barrick will also invest $193,000 Canadian via a private placement priced at $0.11 per share. Hemlow Explorers trades on the TSXV under HMLO. That concludes today's morning briefing. We will be back later today with some more corporate updates and market commentary. Paul, thanks so much for your time. Have a great day, buddy. You too, Trevor. See you tomorrow. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by your friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.